You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome, it's Rebecca, and I'm very excited to talk to you about your personality and how it impacts your success. This is one of my favorite subjects because I have been appointed to help people to understand how they're knitted together, to discover their power, and to align with the purpose they have been created for. So this is kind of like step one. I don't know if you've been exposed to the Myers-Briggs four-letter personality type. It is one of many ways to break down your personality, but I like it because I feel like it has four different quadrants. Um, determining whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, determining whether you're an intuitive or a sensory, determining whether you are a logical thinker or an emotional feeler, and lastly, if you are a structured judger or an unstructured perceiver. So there's four letters that you end up being in the end, and I will attach a quick little test that will help you to determine that. It is just something that I created. It's just one sheet, but it will give you something to step off of because sometimes we're not very self-aware. And that is the whole reason why I'm doing this episode today, because I want you to know being aware of your personality really impacts your success because it isn't until you have self-awareness, then you are able to control those weaker factors of your personality. And that is where emotional intelligence starts, is having that self-awareness. And successful people have high emotional intelligence. And I want you to grow in your emotional intelligence. We're going to be breaking down a little bit about this. It's certainly not all-inclusive, but I'm going to give you some great ideas and places to start from. First of all, I have recognized that there are many, many benefits to knowing and understanding your personality type. It can make you happier and more satisfied in life by knowing these things because you can honor who you are. It's going to decrease conflict with others because you will know who you are. You'll be able to monitor how you're behaving as well as you'll be able to understand why others are acting way they are acting based on their personality type. It will help you to align with your strengths because once you're self-aware of what you offer and how your personality is knitted together, then you can identify a lot of your strengths. Your strengths will complement your personality type. You will also learn how to get better results because when you honor how you're knitted together, then you can create systems that help you to be more successful. It also helps you to Live a life that you love, again, because you're honoring who you are and how you're knitted together and what really pleases you. It's going to help you to expand your self-confidence because when you're not in conflict with who you are and you stop trying to be something that you're not, you have a peace inside of you and then you are able to feel confident. It also is going to help you to increase your self-control because, again, knowing And being self-aware of how you are, it's not going to be an excuse like, this is just how I am, and so I'm going to behave however I please. It is a self-awareness so that you can monitor how you show up and how you're making other people feel. And then I also want you to know that it's going to help you to grow in your ability to focus. Again, because when you know and understand 
the things that distract you and you understand what you care about and how you respond to life, then it's going to help you to stay on track. And lastly, it is going to help you to overcome obstacles because you're going to be able to acknowledge what's going on with you when you face things. Because it's not the obstacle that takes us out, it is how we respond to it. And if you haven't listened to my episode on overcoming obstacles, and that is something that you struggle with, that you get stuck a lot, then definitely um, tune into that. It's episode 001. Let's go ahead and jump right into this. I want you to understand how your personality plays into your success. So that first thing is it builds your self-awareness. When you know and understand your personality, then you have built up your self-awareness, your emotional intelligence will rise, and you will have the ability to monitor and change your behavior. So you can control those negative aspects of your personality. Because as we know, Everything has a strength and power, but it also has an equal or greater weakness. So we need to acknowledge that about ourselves. That is that human part of us. When we're looking at breaking down the the four different letters and determining what you are, and I'm going to attach something for you for that so you can determine it. But I'm just going to tell you some of the weaknesses within these different letter types that you may resonate with that you then need to monitor. If you're an extrovert, I'm an extrovert, then you might have a problem of talking too much where you actually make people feel run over because you talk too much and maybe you talk about yourself just because extroverts can be very excited. And also when they're nervous, they can just talk and talk. Also, as an extrovert, because you like to engage and interact, you may not be a very good listener. And so that is something that you need to be aware of and work on. You might take over conversations and run over people and people will feel frustration towards you and you may not even realize it because you're just being you, but you need to learn to monitor that and pay attention, especially when you're dealing with people that are opposite of you. Another thing that an extroverted person does is because they are so excitable and they bring this incredible energy, sometimes they can make it all about them or it makes people feel like they're making it all about them. So these are things that having this awareness, you can monitor these behaviors. So when you're an introvert, although introverts have wonderful qualities, sometimes they do not speak up because they are so introverted and they don't develop that communication piece to allow themselves to be placed in front of opportunities. And it seems like the extrovert is constantly getting the opportunity and the introverts being overlooked, but you need to learn how to speak up for yourself. You need to learn how to share your ideas and not always keep it inside. Another thing that an introvert can go wrong on when it comes to building your success and pursuing success is you don't allow yourself the time that you need to be quiet and to renew. And when you're running on empty, then you're going to possibly get negative or frustrated and you're not going to be as effective. Another thing that introverts do that I've noticed is they sometimes shame themselves for being introverted. They see the extroverted people and all of their lives, they've looked at these extroverted people who are just putting themselves out there and speaking up and they are shaming themselves for not being like that. 
But when you know and understand that you truly are an introvert and most of your thinking is inside and you're private, then you can give yourself grace for that. And you can choose to push yourself with courage to speak up when you need to, but you don't have to be an extrovert. You being an introvert has its own power and you need to accept that. So moving on is you need to decide whether you're a sensory or intuitive, but the weakness of a sensory is they can be very distracted by their environment. Because they primarily dealing with their five senses, everything they can see, taste, touch, and feel and hear, then they can be very distracted by what's going on around them and very frustrated. So for you to be effective, you need to make sure that you're controlling your physical environment because it really impacts you more than it would an intuitive. Now, 88% of the population is sensory, so likely this could be you, but also Sensories have a desire to play and interact and they struggle to just sit and be quiet and be thinking all the time. So maybe you've struggled in school or you struggle in meetings. So knowing and understanding this can maybe help you to know that you need to take advantage of those breaks and get up and move around and um, release some of that tension for yourself. Another thing that I find with sensories is Sometimes you can be a little bit shallow in that you aren't able to look at the underneath and the tone of things. So sometimes you miss what's really going on because somebody is maybe saying the right thing or it appears that it's the right thing, but you aren't don't have the gifting like an intuitive to see on the underneath. And so you're just taking things at a surface level. So kind of recognizing and understanding that when you get that gut feeling of like, I'm, am I missing something? Like, why did that go so wrong? What did I miss? Then you can understand about how you being a sensory, you're basically focusing on all of those sensory pieces and you're not in your intuition. And so you could work to strengthen your intuition a little bit in certain situations. Now, if you're an intuitive, that's only 12% of the population. So you already have noticed that maybe you're a little bit different, a little bit set apart, and that you think differently. So the, the thing that can you can struggle with as an intuitive is that because you see things very abstractly and you're always kind of looking at the undercurrent of things, the underneath of things, instead of what can be seen with the human eye, Maybe you have been not taken as seriously because you're looking at things as possibility and you're looking at things from a different angle. Maybe it takes a little bit more for people to take you seriously. So this is important for you to know and understand because not everybody sees things the way that you do and that is your gift, but sometimes you can look at it as a weakness because you're living in a sensory world, 88% of the population is sensory. And so sometimes that may have felt like a negative thing because you didn't really fit in and it didn't seem like anyone understood where you were coming from. So the next two letters that you have to discern whether you're a logical thinker or an emotional feeler, a, a logical thinker, the weakness that they have is they will lack empathy. Because they are logically minded and not emotional, they do not connect emotionally with people in the same way that an emotional feeler does. And so then they have to work on being more empathetic and trying to put themselves in other people's shoes. They just want to solve things in a very systematic, logical way. 
So when you are a logical thinker, you might be impatient because you see things logically in black and white. You believe there is a right way to do something. And if somebody is not doing it the right way, then it can really be very frustrating and you can get very impatient. I mean, I'm sure that this comes up for somebody who is a logical minded person when they're driving or when they're working with somebody who is not logically minded. It is very frustrating to them that people do things not the right way in their mind. And so you have to work at your patience and giving people grace and understanding that they're not exactly like you. Their brain doesn't work and function the same way as yours. And sometimes a logical thinker can get so systematic and routine because they find the way that works best and they just do it over and over that they can fail to be visionary. They can fail to dream a little bit and to look at things that can take them further and so they can get stuck in a rut pretty easily. And if you are an emotional feeler, then the problem is that you can be too sensitive, that you take everything personally and you're not able to take yourself out of the situation and look at it from a different perspective, which obviously can cause a lot of problems. The other thing I see in business You can get too involved with drama and negativity because you're very drawn in and care about how people feel. And so gossip and things like that can really take you down. And then also your emotions can get the best of you and take you away from doing what you need to be doing to move forward. And and so these are things that, as you can see, they're things that take you out of winning the race. And so you have to be very careful. So lastly is whether you're an unstructured perceiver or a structured judger, unstructured perceiver struggles with finishing things because they get very excited to start. But then once their passion goes away, then they struggle to stay and finish. So that is something that in business is is not good. Um, And that could even be something like you're really good at getting leads, but you don't follow through. Or you're really good at creating relationship, but you don't know how to close the sale. And so those are things that you need to be aware of about who you are, because you'll have to work a little bit at making the that last little push. And also, sometimes unstructured perceivers do not take things serious enough, because all they want to do is be light and play, and they like to live on the lighter side of life. So sometimes there are serious things that you need to be able to tell yourself, like, this is serious, and I need to make sure that I'm fully engaged and I'm not distracted. So lastly is the structured judger. And the the weaknesses that a structured judger can have is they can be very opinionated, um, which can be offensive to some people. When people have very strong opinions, it can be very offensive. And they really see the world in very black and white. And as you know, in the world today, this politically correct world, that can cause problems at times and cause conflict for you. And so it's not that you can't have an opinion. It's that you need to understand that there's sometimes a right time to share your opinion. Um, and there's sometimes a time to keep it to yourself. And then because you're such a finisher, sometimes you get so serious and it's all work before play and you can make other people feel bad that they aren't taking it as seriously or they're not as responsible as you and it can cause conflict. Or you maybe are just very bossy because you're very task oriented and you feel like when there's a task to get done, it needs to be done and that's what you need to focus on. And that's your gifting. 
But for people that are opposite of you, that is not how they are. And so you can come off pretty bossy. And so I hope that giving you some ideas of what this looks like for the different personality types can help you to understand why it's so important for you to know and accept how you are so you can monitor those negative parts of your personality type. So the next thing is knowing and understanding who you are helps you to accept who you are. So you are in alignment with who you are naturally and understanding that, monitoring those negative sides of it, but also then you're able to press into the positive sides of your personality and accepting who you are helps you to accept others. And so it improves all of your relationships because when you know and love yourself, then your esteem goes up. And when you have a higher esteem, you don't feel the need to slam other people all the time or have frustration with them. You give and extend grace to people because you feel so confident inside of who you are. It's going to decrease your frustration and conflict because you're so evolved in your self-awareness and your interpersonal skills will increase and it will help you to develop self-control over your actions and emotions, which then will make the world respond different to you. So this is going back to that whole thing of knowing and understanding who you are, controlling who you are changes your world. It starts with you. So the next thing is that When you know yourself, you can tap into your power and what you offer the world rather than wasting energy trying to be something that you're not. If you are trying to be something that other people maybe told you you should be, you admired other people, you're imitating other people, which is very natural and most of us do, you might be wearing a mask of who you really are trying to be something. So to give you an example, when I was young, I wanted to go to college because I knew that that was what you needed to do to be successful as far as what everybody was telling me, right? I joined college for fashion. By the time I started the program, they had changed it to business. And so most of my classes were very business detail oriented and very sensory friendly, if you will, because it was like accounting and programming and a lot of data entry where you had to be precise And I was not good at that. And so I really struggled in college and got bad grades because it wasn't who I wanted to be. And I had joined for fashion and I really wasn't getting into those classes yet. And so I really struggled in college since I was doing so poorly at that. I listened to my family and decided to join the Navy because then I could get my college paid for for free and it would give me a little bit of break from college now. I could go back to it later. So I listened and I went into the Navy and it was another thing that was a horrible fit for me. The Navy is great for very structured and sensory people, which I am neither of those. And and I really struggled once again. And I kept beating myself up thinking that it was just me, that I just wasn't capable at doing something well. But the problem was I kept doing things that didn't align with who I was And it took many, many years for me to understand and hone in on what it is that I actually offer the world. And so this is why it's so important for you to get very clear and build self-awareness about who you are naturally so that you can align with things that you're going to be good at instead of constantly be trying to change who you are and become something that you were never meant to be. Lastly, knowing and understanding your personality helps you to align with your purpose. 
And when you accept your personality type, you're going to expand your self-confidence, your happiness, your satisfaction with your life. And you're going to then be able to align with work that you were created to do to fulfill the purpose that you were knitted together to do. So when you know and understand your personality type, then you can create a life that you love because you're honoring who you are. And then you can shine your light into the world and you can make an impact because you are being the best you instead of a version of who you think that you should be. So I hope that this helps. And if you have questions, please reach out to me and I will do my best to help you have clarity or send you more information. Have a fantastic day. Until next time.